Welcome to Talking Travel on 2 and UrFM. Sally Lucas here, joined by myself, Greg Richard. Nice to see you again, Sally. Yes, likewise, Greg. We keep meeting like this more often. Well, we do. We always <laughs> seem to be meeting this way. <laughs> Sally, we've got some unusual travel destinations today. I thought we should start looking at places that I think people that have travelled a lot now are looking for something really different in their in their yep. outlook of where they want to go. So some of these are designated areas, which are mainly conservation areas, I'm Talking about, we'll be talking about a couple of those and also some art type ones in, oh, in Europe and yeah, a, a range of just some nice little different itineraries. Excellent, bit some art ones. Art. Right. Nothing like a bit of art. <laughs> Sally, we're looking at unusual travel destinations today. Yeah, unusual, different, whichever way you like to describe <laughs> them, but yeah, um, Costa Rica. Now, I have mentioned Costa Rica before, but it's not something that comes up all that often. But it is, it's is—it's only 52,000 square kilometres. It's a small country, but it holds some of the most universe of diversity in nature, the most in the world of, of different, you know, flora and fauna, which for yeah. such a small country, it's quite exceptional. So you've got everything from like rugged landscapes, uh, what they call cloud forest, hot springs, volcanoes, all of that as well. Lava trails you can trek on. Um, they have the humpback whales, which uh, raise their calves there in that Pacific coast region in mm-hmm. September. And you can do wonderful tours there where you, they have more than 500,000 plant and animal species. So it's an incredible place to come and see this abundant and unique wildlife. They've got 51 wildlife refuges, 32 national parks and 13 forest reserves and eight biologically biological reserves. So spotting wildlife is not going to be a problem. Yep. It's, it's going to be easy. As, as soon you know. as you walk out the door, it'll be... It's, yes, you're going to be absolutely surrounded. So it's just something to consider. It's it's a wonderful destination to include if you're heading over that way. Um, the other one in the sort of similar, if you like, area in the, the sort of due east of us is Colombia. Now, Colombia once upon a time didn't have a great reputation, but... Really? No. Well, <laughs> as far as crime was concerned, of course. Yep. But... I've a couple of friends now, or more than a couple, a few have been there, and they cannot believe how beautiful Colombia is and how it's yep. all changed around. And they said it's just just blew them away. Um, so that's another one you could consider. Uh, again, they, um, as it says, after decades of turmoil, it's emerged as an idyllic land of myth and legend. So they've got the wonderful, fascinating colonial cities, charming villages, and again, a wealth of biodiversity. You've got large cities like Bogota and Median, and then you've got these eastern grassland savannas, uh, a unique ecosystem uh, that that stretches right across the the country as far as the Orinoco River, the Caribbean coast that has some of the most picturesque beaches in the world, and then you've got Cartagena, which has got exceptional colonial walled city and fortress, and more than 10% of Colombia is protected within 51 national parks, and one in every 10 species of flora and fauna that is found on Earth can be found in Colombia. Wow. So these are things people yeah. don't realise. And there's some wonderful uh, safaris and tours doing this. And what's so good about it, you're staying in unique hand-picked accommodation that's relevant to where you're, you're visiting or if you're in within a national park. You're getting conservationists who travel with you as well as tour guides and escorts. You're getting all your meals included. Um, so they're really good value and you're, you're helping conserve and protect these different species in these countries. There's lots of other areas where this particular company is doing it, like Botswana, North and Southern India, Borneo, Sri Lanka, 
etc. That's all part of this Treadlight Foundation of trying to help conserve the world's biodiversity yep. and unique animals. So any of those would be fantastic to go to. I think I wouldn't, I wouldn't care which one mm. of them I went to. I think it would be fabulous. I'm still even surprised with Columbia that Medellin was a place to go to because yes. 70s and 80s you would not go there. No. Well, our friends went there. They're mad runners and they went there to run a marathon mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. And I said to them, oh, you're not going to Columbia. And of course they've yeah. come back. Absolutely captivated by it and just said the people were so friendly, that it was cheap when they were there, the food was fantastic. Yep. There wasn't any incidents of being, you know, up, up you know, perturbed by anything uh, going yep. on, you know, it was safe. So it's funny how things can change, you know. Yeah, so quickly, yeah. So that's, as you say, a decade or more ago, you wouldn't have thought of going oh, there. But um, I think it was the kidnapped capital of the world at one stage, I think. Or... <laughs> I think Bogota was, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Maybe it's more than 10 years ago, but certain, certainly, yes, it wasn't in there for all the right reasons. Yeah. But now, of course, this is wonderful that because they've so got so much biodiversity, it's great that they've been able to turn around and make it yep. safe now for people to come and enjoy what these beautiful mm-hmm. destinations have to offer. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Mexico follows suit soon as well. <laughs> <laughs> then I've just had someone come back there who never wanted to go there, but her partner is fascinated by it and he's even buying a house there now and they've got permanent residency visas so they can go backwards and forwards as often as they like. And she said, I didn't think I'd ever fall in love with Mexico, but I have. Well, there you go. So there you go. We're looking at, well, different, off the, not off the beaten track, but just something a bit different with travel destinations. Different, yeah, a different way of doing there's things. there's a couple of art ones. Well, this is just well, on M- Monet. Now, I love Monet's paintings. I just, I just think he's one of the classic French Impressionist painters of all time. And you can now do a 20-day European tour, which is basically obviously in France. And it's just a small group tour again, which is, um, you know, you've got like-minded people, be they couples or solo travellers, that they're, they're going because this is their interest. So yep. you're going with a group of like-minded people, which I think makes life a lot easier yep. sometimes. Um, so this is a wonderful program because you visit Monet's hometown, which is Le Havre, and his favourite resort retreats in the historic Normandy region. And of course, while you're there, you can also go to the battle regions, you know, of D-Day and so on, which we've done, which is quite amazing as well. And then you go to the museums that hold his famous water lily and wisteria paintings in Paris, uh, L'Orange is the main one that has the original. It's so long. It's his actual beautiful water lilies and so on. It's just stunning. You also get to go to Givigny, which I've been to, which is fantastic, which is where he lived for a long time. And he considered that was the most beautiful masterpiece, was that actual sanctuary where he painted most of the paintings, the ponds and everything there is just, it's been kept as it was. Oh, wow. And he, he was alive or his lifespan yeah. was 1840 to 1926. So, you know, he's been gone from us for, for quite a while. Yeah, a couple of years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's ideal for anyone who wants to sort of experience that. And there's a lovely museum called the Marmottin Monet. And it's in the 16th arrondissement near the Bois de Bologna in Paris. And it's the largest collection of Monet's paintings. And of course, you go there as well, which displays more than 60 of his masterpieces, as well as other numerous works by other Impressionist yes. artists. Of course, we all know the Musée d'Orsay. It houses a large collection of Impressionist paintings and French art. And as I said, the the Musée de l'Orangerie, which is the famous water lily series, that's a 91-metre-long installation. 91 metres? Yeah. He dud it in panels, obviously, and put it all together. And that's why when you go to Givigny, you're only seeing a replica of his paintings, their oh, reproduction. Yeah. So if you want to see the originals, you need to go. They're not at actually in Gibbony. They're actually in the museums because, of course, they have to be so protected. You have to bring a pack of lunch for 91 metres. <laughs> <laughs> so that is just something really different. It would be a lovely tour to do. Um, and then another one is – now, this is designed – 
just for seniors. And this is in, um, there's a departure this year in May, September, sorry, this year and May and September next year. It's a three-week journey, specially designed for senior travellers. Um, and you're going throughout Spain. It's a beautiful tour throughout Spain. Madrid, which is a gorgeous city, and it's it's got lovely parks and beautiful historic neighbourhoods and buildings. And from there, you're also going to visit the Roman monuments of Segovia and Cordoba, the Jewish Museum and Granada and Girona, uh, the Dali Theatre and Museum in Figueras, um, Toledo, which is just magnificent, Montserrat, where you go right up by cable car or bus to the top of this incredible mountain outside Barcelona, where you visit the Black Madonna. It's, uh, I don't know why, but for some unknown reason, it's it's quite famous, this Black Madonna that's okay, in this yep. church. And all the, the buildings there are built into the, like, the rock. You know, like oh, how you okay. see yeah. Petra in Jordan, yeah, yeah. we think there's a similar situation. Oh, yeah. But it, yeah, and and you also stop at Consuegra to see the windmills of Don Quixote, de la Mancha, of course, and all sorts of interesting things. So, yeah, there's a lovely, for, and there's another one as well for seniors, and this is um, September and this year and April and September again next year, mature aged and senior travellers, and it's doing all of English, England's small villages. And I thought that would be delightful. That'd be, yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, you know, through the Cotswolds, you know, going to all the little fishing villages, you're going to look at life in castles, country estates, manor houses, um, going to museums that go back to medieval times. So it is really quite a lovely itinerary as well. So yeah, we're talking different small yeah. groups today. And there's plenty of others too, like to Jordan, as I mentioned, to Egypt, that are doing them quite in depth. So you're getting not just a, a cook's tour, as we call it, or a yeah. fleeting visit. You're really concentrating on that particular country or that yeah. particular area of that country. So I think that's a good way, particularly if you've travelled before and you've done most of what the basic things you want to do, this is a way of immersing yourself and really, you know, soaking it all up, yep. which I think is a fantastic thing to do anyway. I, I mean, I just love it. Like, I can't imagine mm. going somewhere in Europe and just lolling by the pool all day. Like, I've got to be yeah. out. And doing it. You may as well see something while you're there. Yeah, you've got to really immerse yourself, I think, in the culture and the history and the food, all yep. of that. But also you you want to go somewhere where you can actually enjoy it instead of going, all right, here's a sink, all right, moving on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think doing things that are a little bit off the beaten track and with a small group, you know, you're not going to feel like you're just part of this massive tourist yeah. migration. Of people, yeah. yeah, everyone taking photos. Yeah, yes. exactly right, yeah. <laughs> Wrapping it all up with a couple of hot deals there for us. We have got a couple of hot deals here, Greg. Um, now, there's some cruises that have been announced now for, oh, now I'm looking ahead, 2024-25, but it's great that, you know, we've got this happening because I've mentioned so much yep. lately how things book out so far ahead. So I don't think it's silly to be looking at those, yeah. looking ahead. Now, these are only valid till the 31st of March to get the bonus discount. Of course, you can still book on it, but there are some bonus offers at the moment. This is with Holland America Line. Now, they've got an incredible 28-night cruise doing the Coral Triangle, they call it, volcanoes in the Great Barrier Reef. <clears throat> so this is cruising all around the Indonesian islands, up through New Guinea, you know, to Singapore, etc., Cairns, it comes out of Cairns as well. So that's the 5th of January uh, 2025, and they're giving you a bonus onboard credit per stateroom if you book by the end of March. They're also doing an Australia circumnavigation for those that like long cruises. Now that's a 35 get my words right, a 35-night cruise, which is the 17th of November 2024. Um, now, that for 35 nights, start, and I know it's a from prize, of course, but that's from under $7,000 for 35 nights. When you think when you're on a vessel, everything's included. 
What's, yes. Earlier meals. Yeah. Like you go and work that out on a daily basis. I haven't, but I'm sure you'll find that's pretty good value yeah. for money, to be quite honest with you. So that's another one that you could do. And there's also one that's doing um, out of. Um, we were talking about the South American area out of Fort Lauderdale, doing all around that Caribbean region as well and down into South America. So that's quite nice as well if you're wanting to do something there. That's on the 8th of February 2025 and it's a 27-night cruise. So they're all quite long cruises for people who do like that long cruising yep. experience. Now, the Kimberley on Ponant's luxury super yacht. It's the first time they've brought it out here to do the Kimberley. Oh, yeah. It is absolutely stunning vessel. This well, offer. Well, it is a super yacht. It's <laughs> oh, it may, it is. It's good. I mean, when the French are going to make a super yacht, they make a super yacht. So they're they're preparing it. She's just finished her season in the Mediterranean, the Seychelles, and she's coming down here for one exclusive season only, starting in May this year. So what they've got at the moment is a limited offer where you can receive a six thousand dollar flight credit per couple to get you there, and that ends on the thirty first of March to do that wonderful either northern or southern Kimberley cruising this year. So that is certainly good value for money to get that rebate. Norfolk Island, talking somewhere closer to home, um, and that was sad hearing about Lord Howe. Did you hear about that, how they've got this unusual fungal uh, thing that has happened to them before? And um, they've not closed the island off completely to tourism, but obviously you wouldn't want to go there because yep. apparently it can wipe out, could wipe out all their beautiful, lush native vegetation. Oh, okay. All it's right. that bad. I about that. So if you go there at the moment, I just thought I'd better mention that, sorry, that, that you can basically only stay in the, the township areas. So anyone that was planning on doing it like a walking holiday yeah. or wanted to traipse through, because it is so beautiful to mm. do through the the hills of and the, the climbs you can do on Lord Howe, they're not allowing that until they clear this. They've got to make sure they get rid yeah, of this okay. fungal yep. infection. So that's an aside, sorry. I just thought I'd better that's, mention yeah. it though. Um, Norfolk Island though, they've got some lovely deals at the moment, also valid until the 31st of March, which includes return airfares with Qantas seven nights accommodation, all sorts of additional extras like a range of tours are included, um, discounts on all sorts of things, and that's staying, starting rather at just under $2,000 per person, and again, all inclusive, including seven days car hire as well. And lastly, but not leastly, we've got Emerald Cruises. Again, expires 31st of March. This is one of these, what they call it a super yacht, but it's like a big super cruiser like James Packer would have, if you can imagine something like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 I can picture that. Yeah, you can picture that. Now, they yeah. only take 100 guests, so it is small ship cruising. Yeah. And they've got a 15-day Discover the Mediterranean, which is goes from Venice all the way through Croatia, um, down through... Um, Montenegro, Albania, and finishes up in Greece. Then they've got an eight-day French and Italian Rivieras, including Corsica, and an eight-day Greek islands and Turkish coastline. And they've got a lot of discounts available on those. Great savings ranging from anywhere from just under $3,000 down to only 700 for the shorter cruises. Again, if you book by the 31st of March. And sorry, one last one, Greg. That's right. Uh, this is another one, Kimberley in the Outback, which we've been talking a lot about back today. We've been talking about recently at Arnhem Land, mm. but these are doing the Kimberley Complete. It's the 15-day itinerary from Broome back to Broome, so you're going all the way up through the Fitzroy Crossing, Halls Creek, you go up to the Bungle Bungles, which is wonderful, Kununurra, then you're going into El Questro, into Emma Gorge, Home Valley, the Drysdale River Station, Mitchell Falls, Bell Gorge Wilderness Lodge, an incredible itinerary, um, and that's for 2024. And they're also doing a coastal one-way trip, Broome to Darwin, which follows the coast 
all the way up. So very different sorts of itineraries and they've got rebates available if you book by, this goes right up till the 31st of May. So you've got savings from anything from about 1000 per couple for the shorter duration up to $1,600 for the 15-day itinerary. So there's quite good rebates on those, but you've got till the end of May, but it's for travel 2024. Right, 2024. But as you mentioned always early, book ahead. Yes, book, book early, early, book early, book early, honestly. And if you're thinking of doing any of the rail journeys, particularly like the GAN or the Indian Pacific, are just booked out so far ahead. Okay, so please yep. get in early for those that's, as well. <laughs> they book out quick. All we can do is say early, 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 early. Sally Lucas, thank you very much. We'll catch you next Friday. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.